You know, I always love to go on stage and face off against a masked version of myself. Same. It's the only way to to get things done. (laughs) The only way to have a true battle within yourself. Get that pep talk you need. Sure. And then you get to look cool in a mask. Yeah! That's the way to do things. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared Now Watch Love Live, Nijigasaki High School Idol Club. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen Ladium. Hello. And we are here to discuss season one, episode number eight. Mm-hmm. It's called Shizuku Monochrome. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't any monochrome in this episode. Yes, it was. Black and white, her outfits. No, but there was no like full black and white. Oh, well, I didn't expect that. How dare they? False advertisement, I am suing. <laughs> Going to get all the money. <laughs> but no, you are right. There is like the entire like stage start stage start the stage part, uh which we referenced in the very beginning. We saw Shijiku in a white dress and a black dress. Da, da, da. Everything's black and white. Da, da, da. No shades of gray here. Oh my god. <laughs> So yeah, we begin the episode and it's basically that, where Chizuku's on stage and essentially performing in a play, presumably, and then this, she's in a white dress and everything, and then she's like, oh, I want, I want to be able to sing, I want to be your ideal heroine. Yeah. it's like, hey, that's the name of your one song. Yeah, that's what I even texted you, it was like, hey, that's the name of her first song. And then like this black dress version of her with a mask shows up, and it's like, yeah, but y- you can't. Because you don't know how to show yourself to people. And like, no. I have failed. Uh, after that, we get we go back to the actual, the present. Everyone's getting their photos taken. There's also the newspaper club or just the newspaper folks are here. They're doing interviews mm-hmm. with everyone. Getting the hot scoops about the idol club. They interview Shizuku and they're like, hey, what do you want to be as an idol? And Shizuku's like, I want to be everyone's ideal idol. And they're like, huh? Or I want to play you... everyone's. What do you What do you mean by that? And she's <laughs> like, well, I just, I just want to, you know, figure out what everyone likes and just be that for them. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense because you're in the drama club as well. So we'll just go with that. Can, can, we, can we fix this in post? Can we fix this in editing? I get okay. Yeah, we can okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> great, great, great quote. Thanks for thanks for talking to us. It's like, oh god, she's delusional. <laughs> how how are we gonna how are we gonna run with this? <laughs> uh, they also mentioned that she's like starring in a in a big play that they're doing with another school, a joint drama venture. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, it's another school that's like one of the other normal schools from school idol festival um so yeah they, they make mention of that and then i think after this we see the the scene where she's accused with like the drama club president drama club president's like you're yeah, replacing you in the role yeah you're out she's like what, what do you mean what do you mean she's like i thought you could do this because you're in the school idol club but like no you can't you can't do this. And she's just like, but let me try again. I can do it again. Let me let me try again. I can I can fix this. I can fix this. It'll be okay. Everything will be fine. No worries. No worries. They're like, hmm. 
Yes, jingle jangle. It's <laughs> exactly how they go. He had to contribute. He did. Thanks, Max. Uh, so I think we see like Shizuku practicing at one point where Kasumi sees her. And Kasumi's like, hmm. And she's like really, really off. And Kasumi's like, huh, okay, interesting. And then like she sees it the next day and everything seems normal. She's like, okay, maybe everything's fine. Uh, and especially when they're going through the newspaper and uh, reading through it and um, they're all like, yeah, this is exciting. And then they turn the page like, oh, look, there's this entire piece about you and acting. She just like goes white faced <gasps> and Cassie's like, OK, maybe not. Maybe everything is not fine. Yeah. Like she's especially like she's keeping an eye on she's throughout like this entire part. Like you said, where they look through the, the idol club part and everything seems fine then. We get to the drama part, and it's like, uh-oh, 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 warning lights, warning lights, warning lights. Um, so the next day, yes, <laughs> the next day she she basically calls upon some of the other first years. I don't know if her and Rena are in the same class or not, but she just shows up in her classroom and is like, all right, gals, something's up with Shizuku. We got to figure out what's what's going on with her. She seems real down. We got to we got to figure this out. We got to get her back happy and everything. Get her on the on the on the good path. We're going to kidnap her. The other girls are like, yeah, so I hear there's another audition happening. Like, I heard that she lost the role. They're like, oh, no. Well, that explains things. Dang. Also, she asked Rena about it, and Rena's like, maybe she was upset, maybe not. I don't really know. I didn't really pay that much attention. <laughs> I guess. Oh, Rena. Uh, so Shizuku's off kind of doing her own thing, and then she gets kidnapped. Which I mentioned it to you. I was like, Cosme's a really good friend. Like, she's a really, really good friend. She realizes that something's wrong. And she's like, okay, well, time to stuff you full of pancakes and also take you shopping. And, like, <laughs> I'm going to distract you all day long. And it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also good because, like, this is the first time we actually get to see, like... First year bonding? Well, any, like, any year bonding. That's true. Because we haven't really had that at all throughout this entire series so far. Because everything's kind of been more individualized or, like two people per se um this is the first time we actually get like oh here's the the first year's bonding or like the blank years bonding i should say um so yeah like kasumi is like all right we're gonna go eat pancakes we're gonna go look around some shops and everything pancake challenge do the pancake challenge they look good though it's operation make shizuku feel better essentially for the rest of the day yep and uh, she sees a poster, and it says Audrey. That's the name <laughs> of her second single. Yes. Uh, Rena comes up to her and is like, so do you like old movies or something? Like, you're staring at this poster real intently, and she's, she's like, I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I guess. And Rena's like, oh, okay, cool. That's neat. She's cause like, yeah, but sometimes, like, you know, people don't like that, so, like, they look weird to me, and it's like, oh, gosh. Uh, never mind, just, it's, it's fine, everything's fine. And then Cosby's just like, why, why, are you, why are you not happy? Be happy. We've got to get a smile on your face. Come on. Let's, let's be happy. Happy, happy, happy. She's like, I gotta go. And then she runs off. Um, Question. Answer. The poster, there was, um, like, is this supposed to be something specific? Because I was looking at it, and there's a person on there that looks very, very similar to Lucille Ball. And so I was wondering if, like, maybe it's just, like, older Hollywood stars, which would make Audrey make sense because Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Like, is is that what you got from that or is it something else you got from it? 
I feel like that would make the most sense. Okay. I was thinking, like, um... Because I don't think it was, like, anything, like, it wasn't, like, something they were, like... I mean, I to be fair, like, I don't... I'm not an expert in old movie posters, so I don't know if, like, this was something they were parroting. Yeah. But, you know, obviously they were going for that old, like, Hollywood motif, that aesthetic, that feel, so I would assume that's basically kind of what they were going for in terms of, like, modeling the characters on that poster after, like, maybe older Hollywood stars, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I was just, when I saw that, I was like, holy crap, that looks a lot like Lucille Ball in the bottom right corner. Interesting. Yeah. And, like, that's not accidental. Like, you don't accidentally make somebody look like Lucille Ball. <laughs> right. So, and, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, if she's into older stuff, you know, like, 40s, 50s, 60s, um, Hollywood would be something she'd be into. Right. And I don't know the lyrics to Audrey, but... I don't know if it like makes any kind of reference to old Hollywood. The the performance definitely does. Yes. The performance is basically straight out of like singing in the rain for a bit. She gets that big umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. She runs off. She's very sad. She is very sad. Let me see if that's in there is anything in the lyrics while we're doing that. Um yeah, so she runs off um feeling very sad. I don't, I don't know. As I'm glancing through these lyrics, I don't think so, but I don't know. Of Audrey? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's, like, very, like, it's, like, a super specific, there's, like, no, like, super specific reference or anything in there, so. Yeah. It's just basically what you would infer. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she she runs off and, like, sits down and is just like, I can't show people who I really am. They're going to think I'm real weird and things. Like, I just can't do it. I can't do this. It's like has like a, a mental breakdown for a hot second. Um and again, like we have like another interspersing of like the the scene from the beginning where like this black dress version of herself is just like you want to be able to do this, you have to make you have to let people see who you really are. Like if if you can't do that, you're you're not gonna be able to do what you want. Like in order to really like achieve your goals, you have to let people in, let people see who the real you is. While the white dress version is like, ah, um, the, I can't. The wiki does say the title of the song and the mentions of Audrey in the lyrics likely refer to British actress and humanitarian Audrey Hepburn. Well, I mean, like you could, anyone could see that. Yeah. But <laughs> that's like the most obvious thing. I'm just saying that I, I think that that's what they were going for. I mean, yes, of course. But like, it's not, there's nothing like in there that's like hyper specific. Like, oh yes, this is what we were talking about. Yeah. So. But I mean, yeah, from the from the title of the song and from who she's who is, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, she has another a moment in her head. I did like these these like these interstitial moments where she has this battle within herself. Like, obviously, we were making reference to like it's very persona esque. Yeah, like, uh, like she yells like "accept me" at one point. Yeah, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> Of, like, the battle of, like, within yourself of, like, trying to figure out your true self and all that sort of stuff that the Persona games have all gone through and everything. But, like, I really like this as, like, a... I mean, I don't know. You would probably be able to speak more to this, but, like, as a representation of, like, anxiety and depression. As, like, a way, like... I think more, like, anxiety in particular because of, like, you know, she has all these anxieties about, like, you know, I want people to like me and everything, but, like, if they know, like, the true me, they're all going to think I'm, like, weird and everything, so I have to, like, hide all this sort of stuff and everything, but, like, there's this other version of herself as, like, 
you have to like figure out a way to let people see this side of you because if not you're going to be in this constant spiral of you know wanting people to to know who you really are but you can't let them in because you think everyone's going to be weirded out by you because you have these stranger quote-unquote interests and everything yeah but also like you know you you have this like block on yourself because you can't let people in essentially uh my inner anxiety voice is a lot more um aggressive and scary yeah (laughs) i mean i think they were kind of going for that like it's not like like shizuku's isn't like as you know overtly aggressive per se essentially like obviously but also like it kind of falls into like the villainy type trope where it's like you know it's wearing the black dress it's got this mask Mask. that doesn't show who they really are and everything and it's very kind of like this is what you have to do you know you have to accept me in order to get better so like i mean i guess it kind of is a little bit aggressive but like it's not like probably the same as yours but yeah yeah. not as aggressive as mine but yeah i i it makes sense Mm -hmm. it fits and um it's it's an interesting thing because you know growing up as somebody who has had has has um i was i was gonna say had and then i'm like wait it never went away um anxiety uh and also someone who had has uh interests that are not as accepted in certain circles especially in very small southern town circles um like it was it was a real thing of like oh god like uh very elsa conceal don't feel type thing you know yeah yeah i think she's Shizuku would appreciate that whole elsa song <laughs> like oh this is nice <laughs> i want to sing this all the time uh so yeah shizuku kind of like starts spiraling spiraling a bit where like she keeps trying to like figure things out like we see some like interstitials of the the rest of the auto club trying to like essentially like create a costume for her for the the play and everything or at least some accessories and whatnot and Kasumi's like out on the on the hunt trying to find her uh eventually finds her like in a classroom um and like Shizuku's like doing like tongue twisters essentially yep and she's just like real bummed out and Kasumi's like hey what are you doing why are you being all sad come on get it can be all sad she like puts her face like next to her face and she's like, I'm okay, it's all right. She's like, No, your eyes are all puffy. You can't be hiding this from me. I know you're not feeling all right. Stop, stop lying to me. This whole time I was like, Oh God, personal space. Because she is <laughs> like, to me has right no, up, no, no reservations for personal space. <laughs> she is like right up on her multiple times. It's like ah. So is kind of just like, what, what, what's the deal with Shizuku? <laughs> Where Talk she's kind of like, me. yeah, she's like, hey, like, we're all friends here. Like, if you're feeling bad and everything, just talk to me about this. Like, I, I want to understand what you're going through. I want to be able to help you out and all this sort of stuff. Like, that's what we're supposed to be able to do with each other. And Shizuku finally is, like, able to kind of talk about, you know. Basically what we've been saying. that she, What we've been saying, yeah. She can't express her real self that, like, she had this interest in old films and the people thought that was weird so she like has just been kind of hiding that part of herself and um that she's afraid that people won't like her 
Mm-hmm. And, and Casimir's response is, well, not everybody thinks that I'm cute. Well, also, she's like, the, I, I, she, the reason she got into acting was because, like, oh, I was able to be, like, this person that people would want me to be. Yeah. And, like, that's that that made me feel a little bit better, but, like, it didn't, didn't even though I've it. been doing this over and over for years and years now, like, it's not, it's basically kind of, like, a, a very little Band-Aid over the problem. Like, this isn't helping me, but, like, it, it gives me, like, a little bit of, like, relief in, in terms of, like, dealing with everything. So, like, it's not, like, the, the, the super fixer that she thought I was originally going to be. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Kasumi's like, well, not everyone thinks I'm cute. You haven't told me that I'm cute. Why don't you, what do you think? Am I cute or not? Yeah, Again, like, right I, up in her I, space. I, I guess you're cute. She's like, all right, see, that wasn't that hard. See, now you're feeling all great. Or great, yeah. Yay. You said something nice to me. <laughs> um, and then Cosme kind of just goes on this rant of just being like, just you, look, you're great. I like everything about you. You should just have more confidence in yourself. Just feel better. Like, we all believe in you. We know you're going to knock it out of the park Park in the second audition and everything. Like, we, everyone is backing you up. We all like you know we we all accept you for who you are. Like you just gotta you just gotta believe in yourself. Believe in the big, me that believes in you. Exactly, big pep talks. It was also during the scene that I was like, oh, she's a goose's owl. Because <laughs> <laughs> like everything Cosmi was saying, I was like, I feel like I've said that to Al at some point. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is what I've had to deal with. <laughs> I was like, this is very relatable. Oh man. Um yes, you you also asked me to to say that you're cute a lot. <laughs> True. I'm like, well, tell me that I'm cute. Why haven't you told me that I'm cute yet? <laughs> oh man. I didn't even think like I'm blushing when you said that. Um I didn't I didn't I didn't put that together. That's it, it, it was one of those things I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely like I've I've had these conversations with Al before, like, of, you know, the lack of confidence, the feeling that, like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird about this, this, liking this sort of thing, and all this sort of stuff, like, I, people, I can't let people see the real me, and all this sort of stuff, like, yeah, I'm like, yep, check, check mark, check mark, check mark, <laughs> check mark, check mark. That's funny. At least you don't flick me on the head. Yeah, don't go to try and punch you and then flick you on the head, at least yet. At least yet. Um, although that was interesting. Like, she just, like, wound up for a giant punch. I was like, jeez. And then she ended up flicking her in the head. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Gotta knock some sense into her. Mm-hmm. But again, like, it's real interesting that, like, Kasumi is the one who's, like, in this role here. Because, like, obviously, as we've seen throughout, like, the rest of the show, like, you know, she's the gremlin. She's, yeah. like, the, the goofy character. And... It's it's real good. To, like we get to see like an actual like serious side to her. Like I mean, we saw that like early early on like the the episode that she was on and everything. But like this is like another like version of that serious side where like you know she's gonna go to bat for someone. She's like not thinking of things and like for herself and per se. But like she wants to make sure you know like she's who feels better and everything. She wants to prop her up and get her to see like you know this this the version of her that she or that Kasumi sees in her. Yeah, and I mean like I mentioned to you like Cosme's a real good friend like she mm-hmm. was not just gonna let her sit there and like hate herself and like that's that's important to have those kinds of friends and you know even even with the gremlinness like or even the gremlinness is a positive in my eyes but um 
you know, she, she realized like, I've, I've got to, I've got to do something. Like she even it, like says, and it's like, I love you. She's a Like you've, you got to get it together. Yeah. And then she gets embarrassed because she said that she loved her. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she gets embarrassed immediately after. She's like, all right, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> but yeah, like she, and, and specifically cause you know, Kasumi is like immediately sees like something's up before like anyone else does and like you know prior to really like all the bad stuff happening so like kudos to Kasumi she's a good one she's a good egg yes definitely uh so yeah we go transition from that and then we go I think basically straight to the play where everyone's gathering uh we see some girls from the other school show up who are also would you be surprised that they are cards and school idol festival (laughs) I know very shocking uh, but yeah, we we get to see the joint performance and everything. The rest of the idol club shows up as well. They all sit together. Uh, Ayumi was like, "Oh gosh, I'm nervous," <laughs> but everyone's very excited. Uh, Shizuku goes off and does the lead role stuff, goes through her performance, and then eventually she transitions into a song, which I guess they've tied into the 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 play as well. Uh, her new song, Solitude Rain, where they just dump a bunch of rain on her. A lot of rain. And then she stops the rain. Who will stop the rain? <laughs> also, like, they, they did the whole thing, like, of, like, with the interstitials where, like, obviously it would tied into the play where, like, there is the white dress version of herself and then there's the black dress version of herself. The black dress version of herself is, like, done by, like, the club president or played by the club president. Mm-hmm. And then when they go into the, the song, she transforms and has, like, a white and black dress. Yep. To where, like, you know, signifying, like, oh, I've accepted this other version of myself, so now I can truly let people see who I really am and everything. Um, so the, the black dress, that was the, like, club manager? Is that who that was? Or the president or whatever. Or the president, yeah, because, like, she took the wig off backstage. I was like, yeah. who are you? And then I think I, I think I was like, oh, yeah, that's who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that transformation to the white-black dress was really cool. Um, and I really like this song. Yeah. Uh, she had some sweet tights on, too, with some, like, fun <laughs> designs. Um, she had in the song her casual outfit at one point. She mm-hmm. had her first single outfit. Mm-hmm. She had the, like, captain outfit for the ur which is also the ur you can get now on the japanese version of all stars nice um there's something else that she had oh animal. the animal one yeah i was like how's the animal set animal set <laughs> so she might have had more cards than anybody so far like her and aibu's like had a lot yeah but man it was a cool performance, and everybody's like, yay! And Kasumi is back in the back clapping like a freaking gremlin, and I want that gift more than anything in my entire existence. I need that gift. It's so good. Legit, I was just, like, laughing my butt off when I saw that. It's very good. Yep. Um... That leads us into credits, and then our post-credits uh, thing is the other the, the two girls from the other school again show up, and they see like the the uh, the board that had the story for the Squad Club, and they focuses focuses in on Karen. Karen, which obviously she's going to be our last uh, solo focused episode, I would presume at least. Yep. Um, 
And then who knows what comes after that? Yeah, that's that's the real like interesting part is like we're finally going to get into like the last four episodes where it's going to be like, where does this story go now? Yeah. The the the, the true great unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but first we have Karen and modeling yes. and rivals. Yes. So we will discuss that next time when we talk about season one, episode number nine called Friends, but Rivals. Going to talk about some modeling. Yay. And everyone's, and a lot of other people are going to show up. Yeah. Like, like Haruka shows back up. Some of the other, uh, Squad Festival card girls show up. Mm-hmm. And then other people are just like sad looking, like Emma. Mole. So yeah, we'll, we'll figure all that stuff out next time. But for now, if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAmbitCheckup.com or SAC.cool so you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Lambda Checkup and Season Lambda Checkup OVA. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. And uh, buy our book, mm-hmm. One Shining Moment, Critical Analysis of Love Life Sunshine on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. So yeah, next time we'll figure out how to be a model. You know, this episode gave me flashbacks of High School Drama Club. Did you also have to face your true self in a mask? No. Well. <laughs>